Welcome to the first episode of Den Excelsior. This weekly podcast is mainly just an excuse for fellow nerds to discuss all things Marvel. And when applicable, we may also talk about what's going on with their distinguished competition. Uh, if it involved heroes or villains in silly costumes this week, it's probably fair game. Uh, we're live streaming this episode on YouTube on January 15th, 2021. But you can also find this on platforms like Podbean, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, my name is Dennis, and with me, I have my two fabulous magician's assistants, uh, Illusion and Glamour, a.k.a. Frank and Ricky. Hello. Wait, where's Frank? <laughs> we got to add him. The trick went they, awry. They killed me, those sons, sons <laughs> of thieves. Damn it. Those, <laughs> those, those magicians' assistants, quite, quite timely. Do we have to um, fight over who's glamour and who's uh, illusion? I mean, I want to be glamour, so. Oh, exactly. man, I want to be glamour. I think I everybody want wants to be glamour. A leotard. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, how's it going, guys? I'm excited to do this. It's good. good. Yeah. I called um, in sick from work today just so I could watch both episodes. <laughs> we only need like an hour. <laughs> are, you are you for real? Did you really do that? I, I did call in sick, but it's because I'm actually sick. It wasn't because I just oh, wanted man. to see the episodes. It wasn't like the time where um, I faked a seizure to play Spider Man, Marvel Spider Man for the PS4. Oh, God. At work? No, well, okay. So the first seizure I had was real. But then later I faked a second one because it was closer oh. to the time of the game releasing. So if you just you're just riding the coattails. So yeah, I extended I extended a real seizure into a fake one. Well, I think I think that was a nice testament to the quality of Marvel fans that we have on this show here. Uh, yeah, this is basically uh, you know, in, in case anybody's new to this, like we've been doing a podcast for about a year now uh, covering The Mandalorian. And as much as I love The Mandalorian, uh, there is one thing that I love more uh, than pretty much everything else, um, and it's Marvel. And uh, I've always just wanted to do something where I can just sit around with my friends and talk Marvel. This is what I used to do, you know, at work when we were doing, you know, work. Uh, we would be doing this as well. Uh, so this is why... We just decided to create a space where people of, you know, who are fans of anything Marvel, whether it be movies, TV, video games, toys, you know, and any, whatever it is, uh, if you like it, just come chat with us and uh, we'll talk about all of it. Um, so that's basically what's going to come in this episode. Uh, obviously, we're dying to talk about, you know, WandaVision premiering today. Um <laughs> But, you know, we also have other stuff to talk about. You know, we'll, we'll be talking about some news. Um, we'll do some Q&A at the end of the show. Uh, but the live comments are going right now. And then as well, um, uh, we also have a, a fun little um, thing we call Multiverse Bingo, which is... Multiverse Bingo. It's just going to be us playing that throughout the whole season of WandaVision to see how many nerdy things uh, actually pop up in that show that we may have predicted or so or whatever i mean um, we uh we obviously chose to start this show today for the return of the mcu yes which it's feels been good a long time. it's been well overdue 
Well, holy shit, dude. A ton of other stuff just happened to like happen this week as well. I don't think that was a coincidence, by the way. I, I think that was that's that's called marketing. That's that's you know, that's how you do Spin, it, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but oh, yeah, man. no, uh, if if you know, why don't we talk about that first and then we'll Let's get, get in. into it. So right off the bat, I would say the first. Okay, well, he removed himself. Uh, Yes, he's gone. He's out of here. I don't I don't really know how (laughs) I'm back. Look who comes crawling back. (laughs) Technical difficulties. Nice. Nice. I mean, that's like the, the biggest thing to come out of this side week is Deadpool 3 is going to be in the MCU with an R rating. Straight from Feige. I don't think it's I a mean, surprise. Do, yeah, do you really think that's the biggest news? Like, I, I don't know. I kind of saw that coming a mile away. Uh, like, even... Uh, I mean, you now know, it's out of the horse's mouth. I think it's it makes it official. Right, but uh, I mean, the the head of... The head of Disney said two weeks or two years ago that, uh, you know, they would cross that bridge when they come to it, but they don't see why they couldn't have Deadpool be uh, a rated R franchise still. Well, I mean, it is to be to be clear, it is crazy to know that at some point down the line, Disney will officially release a rated R movie like that's that's going to happen, you know, and that's and I'm assuming I mean, technically, it's going to be under the Marvel banner. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's 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 kind of like how the. I mean, they've still been releasing radar movies under like the Fox or Fox shirt, Searchlight banner or whatever you know. What I mean? That's true. And they and they've always done it before, like Touchstone or whatever you know. Like, so I don't know. I mean, I think it's exciting to know that it's official, but I mean, is it? Is it? Is it? Is it the biggest news? What else? What else? They could have gotten away with, I think, a PG thirteen rating. Would, would it have been as fun? Would it have been as? Uh, Did anyone watch that? Did Yeah. So my boss uh, or my old boss uh, is super Christian, and that was the only way that she could enjoy Deadpool was with the PG thirteen version. I and, I've, uh, I've wanted to see it. I just can't find it anywhere for free on like, well, not free, but like. On the platforms that I paid for, I cannot find it, you know, so. You don't want to uh, pay for PG-13 Deadpool? I have no media I restriction. I, I, I don't, let me make this clear. I don't want to pay additional money for PG-13 <laughs> Deadpool, you know what I mean? Because I know it's the same movie that I already paid for in theaters. Um, but I do want to see it to know the differences. Yeah. With, with more Fred Savage. That's what, what other news you got, Ricky? Cause that, that was a, that was a dud. That was a this dud. is a quickie. This is a quickie. So Morbius, um, obviously cause of COVID theaters are closed. Got pushed back to fall 2021. For me, um, what that says is like, when do we get the news on black widow? Because that's the one people want to know. Do you know what I mean? Because here's, here's that's fine. Like, is Jared Leto gonna send people uh, condoms with bats in them? Like, who who cares? Like, I, I'm cool with it being delayed because I didn't really want it anyway. Like, I'm I mean, curious. I I mean, they're obviously putting hooks in with Spider Man with that movie, so you'll have me intrigued with that just alone. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't mind the idea of that movie. I just. Uh, and I don't mind that it's back to an October 
release because I think that's when it was scheduled to be last year, right? It was, it was yeah. supposed to be October. It seems very Halloween-y. No, so Venom, I, either that or Venom, but yeah. Yeah, whatever, whatever. But I just, like, I can't... I'm. We're not to the point yet where I can get super excited about the MCU uh, because I still don't know how I'm going to be able to uh, consume a lot of these things, you know what I mean? So uh, that's that's why I feel like you're putting the cart before the horse if we start talking about when Morbius is coming out, when we need to know when Black Widow is coming out first. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the more important one because if we don't get her out first, she's going to just continuously derail the entire schedule. There, I I wonder because Disney's uh, put another fiscal year over sometime in April. So I'm assuming that movie has to be out by yeah. by then. I mean, it doesn't have to be. Does it? I don't. I don't think it has to be. Uh, I think. I think. Assuming you know what happens. I wouldn't mind seeing it on VOD, but they feel like I feel like they feel like they're gonna make money um, in the theaters. Like if they put it out in the theaters, so they have to put it out in the theaters. Unfortunately for us, yeah. who want to consume it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I like so all the news that you're giving, I really like because it's basically like Kevin Feige just did the rounds like interview all over the place. And no doubt, like in every single interview, it was to plug WandaVision, which is obviously Mm -hmm. the reason we're here as well today. Um, But yeah, he did. He did mention in an interview that their plans for Black Panther are not to recast him and not to use a CG Black Panther. Um, You know what? I don't I don't know. I don't know that I, that I'm, I, I mind that because I honestly like, yes, we got one black Panther movie, but dude, we got him in like four movies. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. You know, like we got him in four movies. Like if, it, if he wasn't in four movies, I would be super sad. You know, like if he only had the one movie and it was black Panther, I would, I would just be like, man, I just feel like it's too soon to get rid of, to, to let go of T'Challa. But um, but in you know in in the process of he has ready, a, he has an arc for sure yeah but in the process of getting ready for Wandavision I was going back on Disney Plus and just like looking through all the different movies and you know I was kind of like accidentally running into T'Challa all over the place and I was like you know what you did good man you did <laughs> you, you, gave, you gave us a lot like I started feeling things and I'm like damn it I'm not supposed to be feeling this right now it's it's Wanda and Vision right now like That's um, funny. there's, there's yeah. So I've never been a big fan of Black Panther in the comic books. I've never hidden that fact. But I think if, if anyone played a good T'Challa, it was Chadwick Boseman. So it's a bummer to lose him. Uh, but at the same time, like, uh, uh, hopefully they, they just kind of go on with the universe. Maybe give him like a, a sweet memorial off screen or something. And like put Cherie or M'Baku into the, the Black Panther uh, mantle. Yeah, who would do the Black Panther movie in the '90s? Was it Spike Lee? I think Spike it was going to be the Wesley Snipes. Yeah, Wesley Snipes was was probably EPing it for sure. Um, yeah, I mean Black Panther related. The rumor this week as well, Michael B. Jordan is back. That's a rumor this a week. A rumor. Uh, that's not surprising. That'd be fine. He was probably one of the best Marvel villains. Yeah. So out, here's out of all of them. Here's the thing, like, I expect everybody to come back because I expect at this point that 
the people who are only fans of the movies, they get to suffer with all the comic book fans and learn that death is meaningless in superhero stories. You know what I mean? Unless the actor dies. And in that case, the comics win. You know what I mean? The comics win over that because you can always have your cake and eat it too in the comics. But, you know, in the movies, you got to, you got to hope that the, the actors still fit to, to perform. But, you know, aside from that one, I know there was the other rumor, uh, I think yesterday or today, no, yesterday that um, Chris Evans is back also, right? And yeah. there's more details than that one. I, cause it's, they're talking about him being back in like a limited role, kind of like, uh, yeah. Tony Stark in Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, there's rumors also that Tony Stark's going to be back in black widow too. So because black widow takes place in the like past. A flashback scene, yeah. 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 So they, in theory, they waited one movie and then brought RJ back. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't really so, want to mind any of that though. It's like, hey, Robert, do you want another house? Okay, well, right. let me just let me just put it this way: like, like when 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 all of the MCU was happening, like for the first ten years or whatever, I was all in. I just freaking loved it. I loved everything that was going on. But once we got to Infinity War, and we were sitting there before that movie started, and I was like, I just want, I just want Spider Man to die. And everybody's like, why do you want Spider-Man to die? And I was like, because I want everybody to know what that feels like. I want <laughs> I want everyone to know what that death feels like. And I want it. You're a monster. And I, I want it because I feel like he hits you harder than everybody else. And then, man, when, when that snap happened and one by one, he started just like it started like murking everybody. But like, you know, the the snap was very patient and willing to give everybody their own scene like as, as it was happening um but then Some when people when, if when they matter they got their scene yeah but when, everyone the spidey, got die. but when the spidey scene happened it did it hit the hardest right because he got to talk in his like nobody else really got to well, they got the, the fan cannon saying that um his spidey healing is what kept him alive <laughs> a little longer and he yeah. knew what was going on because of the spidey sense but for me i had the biggest most evil grin on my face during that movie but when that movie was done, I was super happy, super satisfied. And I said to myself, I no longer care what they do. It doesn't mean I don't like what they do. It just means that I'm no longer going to be uh, like making my fan demands and saying, I need this to happen or I need that to happen or no, this can't happen or whatever. No, nah, I'm just on. I'm just along for the ride at this point. You know what I mean? So uh because I know that there's no way to keep it, the momentum going the same direction forever. You know what I mean? So yeah. when Endgame, Endgame came around, it was fun. People died, you know, people. Uh, That's fun. That's the definition of fun, definitely. Yeah, it came back. Well, people came back, you know, like, uh, and like all of that, it was happening, you know. And, and, and so like, even then that movie kind of wrecks death, right? Like you just start, let's bring them all back. And, and except for Black Widow, you know. But then that Loki trailer aired a few, you know, a month or two ago, and I'm pretty sure that's Black Widow in that trailer. So, looks like her. I've heard fans suggest that it might be a female Loki, like a a part of Loki's psyche. Yeah. There's a female Loki and a child Loki. Could be, so, but whatever this the case is, I, I don't I don't care. That I, looks like I, Voromir, like straight up. Yeah, I'll just I'll let it happen. So yeah. Chris Evans, come back, sure. 
not surprising. Yeah. I don't mind. Here's what they and, should do with Chris Evans's comeback. Six ish or six episode miniseries of each one dedicated to him putting back a stone. Like that would be <laughs> fantastic. It, it would be really good. Like the, they, the wouldn't episode, be, they wouldn't even have to be they wouldn't even have to be long. They could yeah. be like seven minute episodes will, like that legend sure, yeah. like that legend show, you know, like yeah. the one um, shots, bring those back. Give him a house, and uh, he just makes these things happen. Seven minutes, whatever. <laughs> it's just, like, super awkward and super... Um, or just boring. give him a camera at home in, like, a green screen <laughs> yes. and let him let him do the shots in his home and then have, like, ILM fill it all out and stuff like that. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. He just has this uh, adult swim, like, conversation with, uh, with Red Skull, and, like, they're just sitting there, and it's, like, super awkward. It's super, like, Tim and Eric humor. That would be amazing. Right. How long yes. you been here? <laughs> yeah, that would be fantastic. By the way, Jacob M., yes, I totally agree. You got to have your cake always. Last um, of the, the rumors, this was like hours fresh. Um, Ethan Hawke It's going to be the villain in uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight series. I love, I love Ethan Hawke. Wasn't he like shitting on the MCU all back ago? Dude, every actor used to. Uh, Until they give him a check. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, Fifteen years ago, every actor except Robert Downey Jr. was. So, I like Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke's a great actor, dude. He's, he's like fantastic. Yeah, he's like the the um, the trilogy, the the before trilogy. Man, so good, so good in those movies. So I'm down. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I have never. I think I've read maybe a handful of Moon Knight. I know nothing in my life in my life. Um, it looks cool. Uh, and so like, I don't, I can't even remember who his villains would be, you know? So I, I don't know. Sun Knight. He's kind of, he's kind of, he's kind of our weak spot, <laughs> our weak spot in, in this collection, collection of nerds here. My, my knowledge of Moon Knight is ultimate Alliance one. He was the best character. <laughs> so he was on my stupid team. I hated having him cause I didn't know him. So I tried reading him. And I'm all like, I don't, this guy's like crazy. He's like, I, the only thing I liked was the Egyptian god element. And I yeah, I, about it. I, I read him when it was uh, Chuck Houston and um, uh, what is it, uh, David Finch? Oh, yeah. And that seems like art, a cool run. the art was super good, but that guy is crazy. And when I say <laughs> that, I don't know if it's Chuck Houston or Mark Spector or both or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Moving on. MCU stuff. Um, we got some confirmation on what the shows are going to be in terms of episodes and runtimes. Oh, cool. So She-Hulk is going to be a ten episode uh, show with thirty minute episodes, which that's kind of neat. You get more flavor. I can see it be more sitcommy. Um, yeah. Loki and Moon Knight and. Uh, to ruminate on that for a second so mm -hmm. is it going to be 30 minutes of show or 23 <laughs> minutes of show with like see that's that's uh, what i was complaining about earlier because like you ricky you got me all sold on this on this thing because you're like man i can't wait for this grand experiment of marvel in long form and i was like is it long form if, if the show ends up totaling the same screen time as endgame you know what i mean and so then you told me what the run times were going to be of Scarlet Witch and Vision or WandaVision. And I was like, oh, OK, like 30, 40 minutes each episode. 
Dude, there's seven minutes of credits in that movie or in that in that episode in each but, episode. Yeah, we'll we'll get get into it later. But WandaVision is obviously taking advantage of the episodic thing. Only four I, minutes of English credits, like the yeah, rest. Of yeah, seriously. German. But I'm saying, like, are they taking advantage of it, or are they taking advantage of us? You know what I mean? Like, because uh, I felt like I barely got a chance to like get comfortable watching that episode before it was over. So. If that's the case with all these other shows, I don't really care what the what they say the runtime is. And let me just let me watch the thing and decide if it could have been just a movie or if, if, Disney Plus subscriber. I'm just saying seven minutes of credits is a freaking lot when you got a 29 ep- minute a episode. Worked on that show. I, it's not. I don't have a problem with all the credits. I don't. I'm just saying, like, don't market it as a 29 minute episode. Well, the other ones will be 40. That's the only 30 minute episode or 30 minute episode show. The other ones are going to be around 40 minutes, 45, okay. which I'm down with. 40 I'm minutes, saying, 20 minutes of credits. Yeah. I'm just saying like when Daredevil, Daredevil felt like, you know, a 50 Those minute were show. too long. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or what? No, no. Yes. Not, not Daredevil. Daredevil still, Daredevil still the best MCU show that we've like, on TV so far. One episode too long, some of those shows. Oh, man. No, no. That's a hot yeah. take. That is a hot take. Can we remove Ricky? We just click the button. He's got to go. Okay. All right. Bye. I mean, uh, Power Man. Yeah, I, I could, I could see see that being too long. I could see uh, Iron Fist being too long. Jessica Jones, maybe at times. Um, definitely not Daredevil out of all of them. I enjoyed most of Daredevil. Yeah, that's that's fair. Some toy news. What you got? Toy news. I like this. We got this cool. All right, new Marvel Legends She Hulk. Didn't I unbox this one? Uh, you unbox. So what this is, this is a fan channel exclusive that just got uh, announced on Monday. And it's uh, it's just it's not part of a set. It's just its individual figure. But what it basically is, is a repaint of the gray Hulk uh, that came out in the Fantastic Four series yeah. uh, a year ago, a year ago. Um, and for a while in the comics, like uh, in the recent comics, she went by the name of Hulk after um after Banner Banner died, you know, because everybody gets their turn dying in the comics. And so <laughs> every, it's a really amazing sculpt. It's got like all these cuts in the clothes. Uh, that shirt is actually a separate piece. Um, but like a lot of fans were kind of cranky because they're like, why is she gray? You know, like we want the we want the green one. And so Hasbro is never one to miss an opportunity for a quick repaint to grab another 20 bucks off their fans and so there you go guys there's a brand new one um i think you can find that at all the regular toy uh online outlets like big bad and oh a photo on the back is amazing looking i love it uh and that's a new head that there's she's she has she came before the old one came with the big the wavy hair head hair one yeah but the flat the flat one that's a new head so i'm excited for that already already pre-ordered then what else we got? We got um, Marvel, uh, or what is it? Not Marvel, Arcade One Up. They announced some new machines this uh, week at was it CES? That's what's going on right now. Uh, I think it was one new machine. Well, oh, they announced yeah, a few one. new machines. It's a one Marvel machine. They, they showed they showed a picture of one machine, but they announced three, if I'm not mistaken. 
No, it's I think it's one machine. Oh, I thought it was one machine with three games on it. Correct. It's, oh, that is that it? Oh, okay. They announced three machines that, but one Marvel machine with three Marvel <laughs> games on it. Yeah. So it's it's a famous X Men arcade cabinet, the one you see at every arcade that's yeah. eight feet long, two CRTs smacked I, together with a mirror. But it's I not. It's not. That's because see the one you have in the picture there. That's the this one. That's the six. That's the six. Uh, the six player one. Um, but the one, the one that One Up is doing is a uh, four player, and that kind of, that breaks my heart. I love that one because I think that's one of the only games that's ever been in the arcades that was uh, uh, six player. So Not COVID compliant. But the cool thing is, like. I mean, it's still the same game, right? So, like, it's, it's basically a two-player. You have to stand on either end now. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if it, it's definitely not COVID compliant for sure. But if it's um, if it's still the same game, then that means that it's still built to to host six players. And I know that the cabinets that they make nowadays are Wi-Fi enabled, so you can play online. So maybe you still can play that six-player. Yeah, just drop two grand on a cabinet and then you can play with your buddies. Yeah. In all honesty, though, like I bought this game when it was on the PSN like uh, a few years ago for. um, For like, you know, 15 bucks on PS3. And. It's not good. (laughs) What's the other the other two? The uh, Galaxy Storm and we had a a comment saying to update the banner. Update oh, this. Yeah, yeah, Ricky, update your banner. There you yeah. go. Yeah, our our public our public is 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 clamoring for <laughs> Thank an upgrade. Now soda for doing a better job producing this show. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, tell tell us what the other games are. I think uh, I think Frank was excited about but, one of them. Oh yeah, no. So the X Men one actually, I wanted to talk about that. Uh, so what I used to do uh, before going to lunch. I would set it on repeat, like 10 hours of repeat of Colossus going, oh, oh, just like over and over again. And then I'd lock my computer and just take out, take off for lunch. So all my coworkers would have to listen to Colossus for the entire lunch hour. What a dick. I even, the, what are, the other games are uh, Captain America. God, and, the, and the Avengers. Galaxy Storm, right? And then Avengers Galaxy Storm, right? Yeah. I've never heard of either of those games. Uh, Captain America and the Avengers is a great game. I think I played the port on like Nintendo. Yeah, Super Nintendo. That was, that was a good one. Or, or maybe Genesis or something the, like that. The, yeah. the sound is all effed and it's all like... <laughs> 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 but the other game is like a fighting game that I had never seen before. That Galactic Storm. Yeah, Galactic like, Storm. Like, it's it's crazy. I think I had it for, uh, shoot. It was like one of the Sega games. Uh, I'm trying to think if it was for, um, not the Dreamcast. It was for the one after the Dreamcast, whatever that was. Yeah. Um, but I, it, it, I, the graphics are great because it's almost like Liefeld. They they like took Liefeld esque <laughs> art and put it into the game and made it like 3D. Like it, it's amazingly bad. Tiny feet. Um, yeah. Basically, I think uh, I think we're moving on. Last bit of news. Um, obviously, recent events. Uh, 
the Punisher logo has been showing up at these uh, riots and attacks on our nation. And there's been plenty of calls to remove this logo from uh, from uh, something who's complaining about this. I don't think but, they want to remove the logo. I think they want to have Marvel do something to like retire the character or something like that. Uh, you know, this is just dumb. It's, it's dumb because uh, let's be honest, like anybody that's appropriating any mascot or anything ever, uh, you know, you always have to question the intent behind it. And uh, if they're even able to understand fully what it is they're appropriating. Um, I don't blame the Punisher for this. I don't blame the creators of the Punisher and I don't blame Marvel for this either. You know what I mean? Like, it's uh, not their yes, fault. I mean, yes, it's on, like a dude on, called the Punisher. He shouldn't be representing law and order. Well, no, because they think they're punishing the wicked. You know what I mean? That's, I get it. It's all up to interpretation. Right. So, yeah. but the, the trick is, is like, I don't think this is on Marvel to do anything uh, about removing the character from their library or whatever like that i think i think what they just need to do is 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 if they want to get on board with the creators who are very much against how he's been appropriated uh i think you just got to tell a really good definitive punisher story where he teams up with a bunch of persons of colors and they go and just uh kill people that are very similar to the types that we've seen uh appropriating him you know what i mean uh, and or or just punish them. You know, he doesn't always punish by killing. Just just ninety nine percent of the time. Or uh, just remake the character as the rewarder, and he goes around and he rewards people that are good with and bullets. With, <laughs> and then gang, gang members that are bad, they have to wear like a silly hat, or they have to wear like a badge that says like "I am dumb," or he'll yeah. kill them. Yeah, I just. Uh, I mean, it just I mean, shows like the ignorance. So, like, if you're just repping that, and yeah, the problem is like, if they tried to like do something where like they pulled all merch or or they pulled yeah. the character from the comics or whatever, then then as far as I'm concerned, the terrorists win. Uh, but if and then you know, it's not. It's only a matter of time before they just replace him with something else. So, like, the character's still golden. He's still great. Uh, you know, he's just not. It's just unfortunate what it is right now. They've done some some things to like soften up the Punisher over time, and uh, then he'll end up like killing the Marvel Universe or some shit. Like like Punisher Punisher will do things like they 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 may retire him for a little bit, but just well, I mean they they technically can because he's also the Cosmic Ghost Rider. Do you know what I mean? So they can just lean into Cosmic Ghost Rider stories for a while. Uh, You know so. D DC over at the distinguished composition uh, competition did, did something like that with like, um, uh, what's his name? Hal Jordan, where they made him the specter for a little while and totally changed the, the character. Hal, totally Hal opened up. Yeah. Hal, he was for like, because he, he killed all his, uh, green lantern buddies. Well, and, and, and the specter like also in his own way, kind of controversial, right? Cause he's like the right hand of God. Like, yeah. You know, so which for D- for DC that's just a normal thing being the right hand of god or a that's god fair. or that's fair like that. so that's fair I, I just wanted to toss those two cents out like e- even if they do remove the punisher for a while like 
the Punisher will be back in some form or another. And like you said, he's the cosmic ghostwriter. So, yeah. All right, Ricky, you got any anything else? That's all the news I got. Um, all right, that's all the news. Well, then, do we do this? Do we? Is it time? Can we talk is about that WandaVision movie? time? Can we do it? I think it's time to talk about WandaVision. Let's uh, do it. All right. Uh, I think before you know, like, obviously, let's let's just warn people. Hey, thanks for sticking around for this long. Uh, if for some reason you haven't watched WandaVision yet, um, you should probably go. Uh, and watch it and then come back and check us out for the rest of the, the show because we're going to spoil. We're going to spoil for the next, you know, 30 minutes or so. Um, and uh, yeah, I think just a quick recap of, you know, they, they premiered uh, two episodes today. Uh, they released two. And uh, like I complained about earlier, they were way too short. Um, but I think my recap of the two episodes uh, was a very simple one, which was, uh, this is the one where Marvel did very little beyond channeling an era that many of its fans are too young to remember. Um, what do you guys think? What do you think of the, the first two episodes of the show? I mean, I liked them. I liked they they really leaned into what they were doing um, or what they were trying to do is emulate these classic uh, TV shows of yesteryear. And it's kind of like the inverse of my complaints of The Mandalorian. Like there's never any story. There's never any story. I didn't really mind it with these. I like the slow drip. Maybe it's just because I, the nostalgia of visiting back, turning back time to see these old shows, you know? I'm just curious, as someone as young as you are, do you even know what shows they're referencing? <laughs> I Love Lucy and Bewitched. As someone who's named Ricky, I am very familiar <laughs> with the ins and outs of I Love Lucy just by association. They, yeah. they also Dick Van Dyke did a bit because I say that because I have an Ottoman and I Dick Van Dyke myself a few times on the Ottoman. There, whereas for our younger viewers, uh, that's when I tripped on my Ottoman. Um, and instead of tripping, he flipped the script and he just phased right through it, you know. So that, that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw a lot of Dick Van Dyke in that first episode, especially with his boss. His boss looks just like uh, I don't remember the name of the boss on Dick Van Dyke, but he looks he looks a lot like him. There's arguably a, a decent amount of like I Dream of Jeannie and uh, and um, uh, Mary Tyler Moore and a lot of a lot of other shows in there too. Uh, thankfully, no honeymooners. Uh, we don't need to, we don't need to see spousal abuse being threatened. In the yeah, yeah, we got to make it accurate, right? But uh, yeah, no, I I got I got what they were referencing for sure. I really liked uh, at first, you know, I really liked it, uh, but I think really quickly the charm started wearing off on me because I'm like. Okay, I get what you're doing. You're referencing TV shows, but like, what's the point? What's the point of it? And so, as much as I enjoyed all the sitcommy jokes and silliness and playfulness that we, that we were seeing, um, at the end of the day, like the actual story that happened in 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 both episodes was basically two minutes of them saying. Wanda, something's weird, you know, like Wanda. this doesn't feel right. You know, like they just kind of like them pulling out of the moment for a, like and 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 kind of break almost breaking the fourth wall. It's like Truman saying, Show almost. Yeah, a little bit. But, you know, like but Truman shows a lot faster to get to the point. Than, it, it felt more like Lost to me, like uh, but when Lost yeah. was still kind of good. 
after it was already good, like second season of Lost, where it was like it still had the goodwill of first season, but you were like, okay, let's let's get to the point. Let's let's figure out where we're going with this now. Let's let's come up with the end goal. We we want to see some character motivation. And yeah. I, I think the first two episodes did a good job of of um, getting us invested or getting us to like the character. Like I, I don't think Elizabeth Olsen um, had too much of a character before. We can argue about that if you'd like. Um, but like, I think she showed a lot of charm in, in these two episodes. She, she was great. I, I really do love her in that. Um, but I think, I think my, my only complaint is like, if you, if you cut the seven minutes off of each episode, uh, you still end up with, uh, about 51 minutes, right. Of, of, uh, of actual episode. That's, I mean, that is also including two different title I mean, cards that we got earlier. They're the same essentially they're the same plot right they too. yeah they, they go on they they do wacky adventures in their new neighborhood while they try to get the the you know all the citizens of this new town that they're living in to like them uh and so they just do silly things like make dinner for the boss or comp- compete in the talent show uh but like on the larger on the larger point of it like i mean they're they're realizing that something about this is false, you know. If I can interrupt real quick, I'm just realizing. I got uh, good place vibes from it. A lot of good place vibes. Um, yeah. So I, I feel like it might not just be, or it's it's probably not just Wanda and uh, Vision that are stuck in this world. Oh, it's it's probably not for sure because like uh, Geraldine, who we knew was cast oh, right. to play Monica Rambeau. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Geraldine is clearly confused about what's going on there too. But, yeah. and every, and everybody just seems a little off, you know, like, yeah. uh, yeah, for the kids. Exactly. Right. Like, uh, they, how many times do they say for the kids in that second episode? Um, it's kind of creepy. I and mean, that's, I, that's the neat part. all those little nuggets of detail, I guess, you know, that are dropped and that's what makes it exciting for me. Yeah. I, I just feel like, I don't know that we needed two episodes to to get that point across. Uh, and obviously, I'm being a little overcritical right now. You know, like uh, when when the whole show's over, I'll be like, "Man, we so needed those two episodes." You know what I mean? But like, uh, but it's def- it's definitely showing a pace, right? Of like, uh, they're they're changing the balance. So like in the first episode, you only we're get setting, like, setting the rules. Yeah, you only get in the first episode. You only get seconds of of realizing that it's not, it is some, it's not real, you know? And in yeah. the second episode, you get a little bit more cause that voice on the radio is breaking through to something. Tell, yeah. Something yeah. real breaks through. So hopefully, hopefully by the third, yeah. Hopefully by the third episode we're we're maybe we're pushing generationally, maybe by the third episode, we're getting into like Brady bunch era and we're starting to do like, you know, uh, later, later shows in the eighties and stuff at, at some point. And, and then we can just get out of it. Eventually I want to see by like episode four or five, we break out of this mold of, of redoing TV shows. Cause it's, I feel like that gimmick's going to wear, wear thin after a while, unless, unless we get to see more of the behind the scenes of like, who's watching this show and how is it a show? You know what I mean? Like if they get, have you ever watched the adult swim thing? Uh, too, too many, many cooks. cooks. Yeah. yeah. Like if each episode, it starts out as a, you know, as a show of past, 
but it gets like loonier and loonier throughout the throughout the duration like i'd be down with that i I definitely believe it's going to get loonier and loonier so you know i'm excited to see that um but i just yeah i just felt like huh what happened i mean uh, the only other significant thing that did happen in the second episode was uh you know that episode started with them being startled by a tree and then after they figured out it was a tree uh, you know, they conveniently, you know, made whoopee because that's what you call it back then in the sixties. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by she's the end, of, and then by the end of the episode, um, she's full on pregnant. You know, she's I would say at least you know what should be half halfway to term. Like yeah. she's at least at least four or five months pregnant, right? I mean, vision um, put it in her. <laughs> um, and so you know that's cool because like I think I think we wanted that not not the sex part specifically. Oh, we wanted, we wanted, oh, we, wanted we, we wanted, we wanted, uh, you know, I think, I think, uh, we were speculating that we were getting some good house of M vibes and disassembled vibes. And, and, you know, some of the, some of the classic stories, uh, with, with Wanda involve the fact that she and vision eventually like for a while have kids in the comics and for some reason, the Avengers take forever to like call them out on that because there's no good reason they should be able to have kids, right? It was like a uh, plot in the 70s or 70s or 80s. Oh, no, yeah. late 80s, late 80s yeah. um, where they had the kids and it was a plot with Agatha Harkness, Agatha Harkness and Mephisto uh, where they get – well. I don't know if I should spoil it or talk about it, but like um, they get reabsorbed back into Mephisto as a because they were a part of Mephisto to start with. It was like a deal right. with the devil, basically, that yeah. had the kids. Maybe we can talk about it, right? Like I, I I'm I'm curious to see how they bring in the devil, you know, into the <laughs> MCU. Or, or, or I think it's rather if like, it's a if it's when or where or an if even. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I think I think Marvel's done a great job in the movies of of introducing a lot of uh, extra dimensional beings to the point where it doesn't need to be Mephisto or Mephisto doesn't have need to be the devil, right? Mm-hmm. Like there are times in the comics where he's not necessarily the devil; yeah. he is a lesser devil, right, or something like that. Uh, but you know, we have Dormammu, we have Ego, we have the Grand Master, we have. Uh, we have we don't even know what the hell nowhere was. Nowhere is just a a head that people live live in. I, but you know what I mean. Like we haven't yeah. seen we haven't seen nowhere or or something on that scale. Eternals coming out in November twenty twenty one. Yeah, in theory, in theory, I, I, I think it's okay for them to to uh, lean into the more weird like that. Like I yeah. think it, it, it was cool that they um, that they made uh, Thor an extraworldly being instead of a straight up god, you know, and they, they kind of rationalize it like yeah. he was a god yeah, because yeah. they could understand what their technology was, and that's fine. Um, so I, I'd be okay with them making Mephisto like something similar, like uh, a rationalized being, but I'd be really cool if they were just like, nah, he's a demon. Nah, that's cool. He's a demon. I'm going to fight him yeah. with Doctor Strange, you know, like something like yeah. that it would be fine. Um, I want them to lean into the weird. I think I think now's the yeah. time where they should do it because I'm, I'm tired of uh, the cookie cutter Marvel where it's like you know a big a big gray villain fight at the end uh, for, of, of a villain that I don't really care about or like one thousand robots fighting seven people. Like, uh, well, I'm good. I'm good with that. that that scratched the niche for a while. I'm ready to move on to like 
the more weirder Marvel. Well, I think they're ready to move on to you, and that's why they're giving us this weird thing. And and you know, and I think the whole point of them doing two full episodes that are homages to famous 1960s TV shows is that they want to show you just how weird they're going to get. But for me, that's not the part that makes it weird. I need to see like the the puppet master behind it that's making it happen for mm-hmm. for for me to be on board with the weird. You know what I mean? Because like you're saying, Frank, like I want to see the Mephisto or whatever it is in control because uh, yeah. it's going to be more fun. Like it's no fun if you haven't if you don't know who the villain is, right? Like like you need to have the villain. Yeah, you or, need to establish or, the villain and clear motives yeah. of what they want. But also, yeah. I, I need I need a clear motive of what the um, heroes want too. So I, I mean, I was going to talk about that with the highs and the lows. But um, if we want to start that now, I could I could just go well, into it. I think we 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 can we we have mm-hmm. been talking about it. So tell tell me what your highs and lows were. Sure. Like there's no there's no clear motivation. Like I, I think that vision vision seems to be the one that wants to uh, figure things out. And Wanda mm-hmm. seems to be like blissfully happy to the point where she rewinds time um, to be I don't, blissfully I mean, happy. I don't think Vision's real, like honestly. I disagree. I think Vision's real. I think Vision and both Wanda are real, but I think they're in their own kind of Ready Player One games. They're like, think, in a, they're, they're like in some sort of weird limbo because uh, if Vision wasn't real, Vision wouldn't have his own scenes without Wanda. Exactly. That would that would break that would break it because he has his own scenes where he's trying to figure out what's going on. Right when he's mm-hmm. at his job, he's like, "What do we even do here?" Like, you know what I mean? Like yep. the fact that Vision is questioning everything that's happening says that Vision is just as much as as real as as uh, Wanda is. I'm um, thinking he's on a mainframe somewhere in Wakanda, like just yep. kind of hanging out and trying because, to get out. Because Shuri mapped everything, right? She mapped, the, she mapped San, San Junipero Black Mirror episode. That's <laughs> Shuri. Shuri's got a full backup file of Vision that we never got to address that, right? Because there ended up being a giant war right after they backed him up. Then well, she only has, and then like, half the world died. Vision, right. I don't. She, they got stopped by uh, yeah. hooded hooded Thanos guy. And, and that his, could be that, that could add to the Cor- confusion. Corvus Glaive. Yeah. Did you say hooded Thanos guy? Corvus Glaive. Yes. <laughs> Thanos was nephew that he just hired because his mom said he had to. That yeah. kind of guy. Just like yeah. But in any case, I I do believe I do believe that is actually Vision, uh, or at least a a a reasonable facsimile of Vision. Um, and I, I believe that uh, Monica Rambeau is actually there too, and she's part of it. And I, obviously, we're we're not addressing the big, the you know the big elephant in the room, which is the sword symbol at the end of at the end of both episodes, right? Um, sword is the agency that supposedly Nick Fury was making after Shield. Right. I think I think that's the implication of that that post credit scene in Spider-Man Far From Home when he's up on a space station with the scrolls and uh, and, you know, they're they're building something uh, because at that point, Nick Fury knows that, you know, it's not enough to have your eyes looking inward. We have to be looking outward at, at threats, otherworldly threats. And so that's that's the point of sword, which is 
sentient what is it sentient sentient worldly sentient uh, world observation and response and weapons operation yeah and yeah, yeah. Very sentient weapons yeah. so oh, there's a little it? bit of distinction yeah gotcha. they, they, they made that distinction so like that, that's why i think everyone there is like a super powered person it's going to be someone super powered from marvel um, yeah one of the people i was thinking i don't remember what they said but like I was I was feeling like I'm like wow are you gonna be like a Madam Web type person because that would be sick <laughs> like and why not why not make one Madam Web someone is destiny someone is some of those kind of future sight people um, yeah. because they all kind of play into uh, Wanda and Vision's kind of story you know th those were people that were like destiny was in the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants right and uh, um, they have uh, they have other people like that so th that would be really cool that'd be a yeah. cool reveal at the end. Yeah. As for you, you said you're low, but did you say you're high? Uh, me? Oh, my high. Um, you know, I, I think uh, and this is kind of weird. Like, um, I think my high was uh, getting to see their charisma. The only real time we got to see them together was in uh, Avengers uh, Infinity War. That's the only time we got to see them being like a like a couple. And um, I think seeing them uh laugh and giggle and and tell stupid jokes together was yeah, that was a great high and i yeah. think i don't think we could have done that in a half hour and i'm glad we had one hour to do it because we could see them in two different situations you know you see vision yeah. basically drunk in that situation and then they kind of work through it and kind of have, have a good time with it so yeah it, I, I think the two episodes that they gave us with that is good now let's move forward Let, let's see lost yeah, yeah that's fair i mean uh, like I was telling I was telling my wife uh, if if they had only given us the one episode, I think I would have been mad because it just doesn't show you at really much of anything else outside of that fun, cute, like happy honeymooners type vibe. Or not not honeymooners the show, but you know, like. <laughs> uh, and then, but by the second episode, you're like, okay, yeah, there's some weird's happening, and and Wanda's somewhat capable of manipulating it you know like so um yeah i i do appreciate the chemistry between them for sure that was that was long overdue absolutely because i was re-watching all the their scenes from the movies and there's some good moments but not enough right like there's definitely not enough yeah um, i mean they were definitely yeah for me though i thought i thought what was the coolest part was actually I really love the attention to detail that they did put in. If they were going to go all in on these old TV shows, I really love that the first two episodes of this show were actually filmed in four by three. Um, yeah. I, I loved how much bewitched was there, but like how, when they did the bewitched intro in the second episode, they had their own little, like all these little Easter eggs hidden through the intro. Like, I don't know if you notice when it's the moon and the stars light up, there's actually six stars forming a hexagon. Mm -hmm. Did you see that? Like that was, it was, it was yeah. a hex because her magic used to be called hex magic, right? Like um, she used to do hex spheres or whatever. Uh, and then I really liked, um, you know, all the little nods to their universe in, in the comics, whether or not it actually is hints at stuff that's going to be in this season or what, but like, if you look when she's at the supermarket up on the back wall, 
there's like these three different signs or ads for different things. Like one is Auntie A's kitty litter. And I'm pretty sure that's a reference to Agatha Harkness, right? Because uh, she also has a cat too. Um, I know there's another, what was that? Ebony's the cat's name, I think. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then there's uh, Bova Milk. <laughs> which you know like i surprised i surprised you had to explain this one to me i had to explain that to ricky but bova milk uh that's a reference to uh pietro and wanda maximov's um nursemaid or or you know it's a reference uh, to uh the, the last jedi when luke milks uh yes those yeah, weird yeah. Cows. bova is the half cow half woman hybrid that uh raised them as children and so uh, I mean, that's comics. What are you going to do? But I like that that's in there in that in that picture. And then I don't know if you noticed, but over there on the left, it says Wonder. And then her head's was it Wonder Oats? You think? Yeah, I think Wonder Oats. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, and, and that's and that's what I was kind of hoping to see. Like we were promised a, a long, long time ago that they were going to develop a Wonder Man uh, story some oh, okay. at some point. But Wonder Man really is really tied to vision and scarlet uh scarlet witch yeah, a lot yeah. um so he, if he is vision arguably yeah. and then you know like once you see that wonder oats thing and then i think ricky you had a picture of like showing uh vision scroll uh, like like uh phasing through the through the building through the house oh grim and, reaper's helmet yeah and there's grim reaper's helmet there in the in the um who is uh wonder man's wonder man's uh brother right yeah, there it is. Yeah, see that little thing that looks like half a half a Spider-Man symbol. Looks like Galactus. It might be Galactus. Yeah, guys. or Galactus. But no, it's, <laughs> Galactus it's, it's, it's likely Wonder. It's it's Grim Reaper's uh, helmet. Yeah. So you know, I I liked all the little things that they were throwing in there, and I just kept trying to pick out more. Like like it, you know, we were trying to figure out is Agnes Agatha. Uh, you know, it seems like all signs are pointing to yes. Uh, and, yeah. and then if you see that I had a Grim Reaper on it oh did it oh is that what it is okay there you go uh, or maybe is Grim Reaper the guy that's doing all of this to them you know uh, and then and then but then Ralph. yeah who's Ralph right but then to throw people throw off the scent right then there's the wine bottle which is uh, Maison du Mepri yeah and that translates to house of contempt or scorn or it's just literally house of house of the letter m which is the thing to look at right so house of m is like the story that i think most fans want to see brought to the the big screen or the little small screen so yeah house of m is like um how can i put it it's like civil war or like uh, maximum carnage where everybody like loves the crap out of it and um Everybody wants to see it like done on on the screen, but I don't, I don't think they're ready for House of M to, to be honest. Unless Feige has like an ace up his sleeve for like the last episode, you know. Instead yeah. of instead of her saying no more mutants, she says no more mutants, and then that makes the X Men and stuff like that appear or something. Like yeah, that. Well, maybe who knows? But I don't think it's it's that it need it literally needs to end with no more mutants. I think I think the point of, of why that story was so awesome because. Because No More Mutants is the end of the story. It's not the actual story. No More Mutants is what is what leads to the next story that happens, right? Mm -hmm. But the House of M story is special because it shows just how powerful Wanda is 
in that she can manipulate all of reality. She can make everybody in the universe or at least in the world uh, forget what their life was before. And she can remap everything. You know, that's how powerful she is. That's what this show is going to be trickling through us. Her for yeah, us. It's yeah, it her, be. her power level and what she's capable of and why, yeah. you know, she's on this watch or lockdown or something. Yeah. Like, like she, like she did during the talent show, right? She was totally manipulating everybody to like see reality differently. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and, and some people wanted to question it, but then the, the majority are like, shut up Bev. You know, like when she's like, is that, is that how mirrors work? You know, like uh, yeah. shut up Bev, you know, like, uh, but she can do that. She can change the way people perceive reality. They're, they're not the effects that they're showing. Like it's a jump cut, you know, they're very of the time. Yeah. They're cool, but they're really well done though. They're really yeah. well done. Yep. Yeah. The flying, the flying lobsters and the lobster yeah, the door yeah. on, on wires and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but you can't see the wires. So that's, that's, what's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, I like the way they did that. That That's pretty cool. So Even I'm hoping the, when we do the seventies, I hope it goes with those kind of effects. Like, Punky Brewster, uh, you do the million dollar uh, man jump. That'd be great. I, I would like that. I will say there was one effect that I still don't understand, uh, but I am chalking it up to I don't think Vision is physically real. I think he's, I think his consciousness is real. But um, that trick where he pulled the food out of the dude's throat, that makes no sense to me at all. Like, how. How does Vision do that? He can't do that. He can't make other things intangible. That's his uh, own. That's his own power. He can't. If he could do that, Wanda and Vision would have been safe in all the stories ever. Um, what they needed was this guy right here, Kalima. They needed this guy. Oh, I thought that was—I thought that was the Bison guy from the Capitol riots for a second. <laughs> that's his—that's his uncle, his old uncle. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how Vision was able to do that. Maybe he could intangibly like push the food up. They—they they showed him Kali Ma the No, food, right? he pulls it through the throat, like not out the mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Kali Ma's it. So yeah. uh, maybe, so maybe it is—it is. It is wanda's reality that she's created because like you know like if you notice the two of them were just frozen like like they didn't do anything they didn't react for a while and they're avengers right like they're they're supposed to be avengers and so it was really weird to see that nobody doing anything heroic for a while until she finally said do something biz you know like and and then he does the thing well do Uh, they remember them being avengers do they know that I i don't know i don't know Maybe, I, I get the impression they don't. They, they don't know. It, but in that moment, it almost felt like she was in control, right, of the of the situation. Uh, yeah, so. it, it's like the end of the episode two when she re- rewinds, like she almost like awakes and like flips the script. Let's go back, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that that gives you the 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 kind of sneak preview to the no, no more mutants thing. She straight up says no. And she rewinds time like Evie from Out of This World, and uh, <laughs> wow, that's a that somehow that ages you more than knowing about I Dream of Genie and all those other. Shows. Yeah, I Dream of Genie was like what straight up Nick at Night stuff, right? That, yeah. that was when, when uh, 
my family could afford cable for that period I, of time. I, I, I watched those shows before Nick at Night existed, but it's cool, whatever. Yeah, it was like during the day or uh, in the morning time, like from nine to like 11 before uh, Young and the Restless would start. It would be like, uh, shit, what was it? Um, I Love Lucy. It was a couple others, right? Like Dick Van Dyke Show, Mary Tyler Moore, I Love Lucy, and something else. Yeah. yeah. I think well, Oh, I Nick think, and Knight was like my savior as a kid. I watched all of Home Improvement, not really understanding the stories, but for somehow liking Tim Allen. That's so far, so far, so far beyond. He's like, yeah, we, uh, we got time. That'll be in like a few more episodes. I, I did want to point out something else that, you know, I didn't want to miss this one, but the um, the commercials. Yes. yes. The commercials were interesting, uh, mostly because one, the commercials – uh, featured two actors, a, a man and a woman. Uh, it's the same man and woman in both commercials. They're totally different products that they're they're selling. But um, I can't help but think that those commercials are uh, repressed memories that Wanda is is somehow recalling. Definitely, definitely. Because uh, the Toast Mate 2000 uh, from Stark Industries, like – that thing kind of behaves like a bomb, right? Like in, in the, in the, in the commercial. And it's like literally the only piece of color that's in that episode is the red mm -hmm. light that starts blinking really like a bomb. It gets the uh, repulsor um, sound from it. Um, I, so I rewatched the scene from Avengers age of Ultron where they're meeting Ultron and telling their story and age of Ultron came out in 2015. And the story that Quicksilver told Ultron is when they were 10 years old, uh, they were trapped in their house, I think, after their parents died from like a bombing thing. There's a bomb sitting there in their home that literally says Stark Industries on them. And nobody can get into their house because like everything's collapsed. There's lots of rubble and everything. So they were stuck in there for two days staring at what, the, what they say, waiting for Tony Stark to kill us. And if you do the math, they're probably in their mid-20s in Age of Ultron. So if you think about when they were 10 years old, it was probably 2000. Hmm. That's just my guess. So I'm thinking that thing, that thing is literally what the toast mate 2000. I think that's a suppressed memory trying to remind her of that moment in her life in the year 2000. Yeah. Definitely. You know I mean? And the, the uh, fact that um, when the toast was being made and they're all like, Oh, it'll be ready in a GIF or something, whatever they said. Um, it'll be ready in the dip. All you know, you and your gams take your gams and walk out. Doll face, you know, whatever, whatever they said. Um, it'll be ready in the Jiff. And there was a beat. There was like a pause mm -hmm. where it was just like not ready and not yeah. in a diff and not gams or doll face. So yeah. um, th th there was that little beat that that waiting of it. And I, I think that that definitely um, kind of adds a little bit of backup to what you were saying about them waiting for that bomb to go off. Yeah. And then the second one, obviously, you know, like I, I, we still remember Baron Von Strucker is tech is technically the one who had a scientist experiment on them to give them their powers via the mind stone. Uh, you know what I mean? However, they did that. They'll never explain that thoroughly or maybe they will this in the show. Who knows? Um, but yeah, like Baron, Baron Von Strucker was the, you know, the head of Hydra that they cut off at the beginning of Age of Ultron. So, um, yeah, it seems like they're just referencing the origins of of uh, Wanda over and over. What what brought her to who she is now? So mm -hmm. who knows? Maybe we'll see another commercial that references the uh, the 
the building that she blew up in Civil War, you know, or the yeah. limestone that made Vision. Yeah, 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 and made her too. It made, made her. her. Yeah. Um, so one thing I wanted to point out with the the Baron Strucker watch or the Strucker watch is that it's at eight twenty three. Like um, the the shorthand is at the eight, and the longhand is between the two and the three twenty three, which is the same date that they were looking at. Uh, for the heart, the Mr. Hart um, dinner party that they were supposed to have. Nice. So nice. I'm wondering if that's going to be like a lost thing with uh, eights and twos and threes. I would think it probably is since you're. Since Should you're I look up that. what comic is Wanda F823? I don't think I don't it think is. They, they don't go that far, dude. Yeah, they don't go that far for sure. 238. Uh, <laughs> oh. It's, it's 238. It's an Ag- Agatha Harkness issue. Yeah. Madam Webb. But, um, no, yeah, I really did like um, that. I do like the Help Me Wanda scene. I thought that was very... Uh... Help Me Rhonda. <laughs> that, they just, that they just misheard as Wanda. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Ricky? Do you want... Do you got anything else? Or do you want... Or do you think we should uh, spice this up with a little uh, bingo just to see... To show people how our predictions went so far? Let's do some bingo. All right. So just so you guys know, uh, what we did is, you know, we obviously know the comics and uh, we do know the MCU as well. So we made a giant bingo list uh, of like all these different things that we might hope to see uh, or have already seen since, you know, they showed up really quick. I threw them all in a list, did a random number generator, and then it spit out three bingo cards for us. And so what we've done here is just started labeling, uh, marking. We got two colors for our bingos right now. Uh, if it's green, it's definitely already been referenced. If it's yellow, we're uh, basically that's for us to like wait we're just a there. little. Yeah, we're almost there. We're almost willing to commit to it. So as you can see, uh, the things that we have green so far on my card are Baron von Strucker and Sword. Uh, those are, those are clearly showed up there. Uh, Monica Rambeau, she'll get there soon. Uh, Eric Williams, the Grim Reaper. Um, where'd that go? I'm bringing it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Was that, that was your card, right, Dennis? That was yeah, my was card. card. Yeah. I'm, I'm following uh, along on my computer just in case he oh, wants to. Okay. Well, Ricky's, Ricky's hijacking this whole feed, right? Ricky's just fooling around. Sorry. Ricky, Ricky, what are you doing? We're trying to, we're trying to have a show here. All right. uh, Eric Williams. Uh, oh, this is Frank's card now. Okay. He wanted he to want... move to a more interesting card. I yeah, guess. that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, so, you know, Frank's got a lot of similar ones. Um, another one to point out is Billy and Tommy. Uh, Billy and Tommy, we're assuming, we're assuming they might make it onto this show. They are the twins that, in theory, Wanda is pregnant with right now. Um, so they become actual characters in the Marvel universe, which I believe they will in the show too, because I think Marvel has been doing a good job of seeding, of planting all the seeds for the young Avengers. So what are their and powers? They've been doing great. Uh, their powers, uh, since she made those kids, they're not, you know, real, uh, th- their powers emulate, uh, Wanda and Pietro's. So fast and weird, fast and weird, <laughs> fast and weird, the fast and the weirdest. Yeah, so Billy Billy's weird and Tommy's fast, right? Yes. Yeah, Billy Kaplan is is Wiccan. 
Billy's Wicked? Oh, okay. That's yeah, Wicked and Speed. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, Wicked and Speed. Or, or Asgardian, as he was yes, called in Asgardian. Asgardian. Uh, but then you see, we got some other fun ones on here that we're hoping may or may not happen. Uh, we got, I got Sparky on your, or you got Sparky on yours. That's the dog. That's the synthesoid synthesoid dog that Vision creates at some point in the comics. That's cool. Uh, we got Mephisto. Good luck. We'll see. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Joe Casta. That's the bride of Ultron. You got Wizard up there. Yo, wasn't, yo, that was Al- Alkima. <clears throat> we can color in the Wizard. Wizard has not been in this show. Not not in the show. They had a. Wasn't the in the opening of episode two one of the little tchotchkes on the table? Could be wrong. What? It's war with the wizard. Okay, I'm going to have to watch it again. Right. Yeah, I don't remember. All right, Ricky, let's see your card just so you, we can see how we're doing here. My card is poop. He's, yeah, got, he's got the worst of them. I'm pretty sure your card is is the worst. Like, I'm going to guess Force Works. That's that's like a a nice to have, but I don't I don't think. Ricky, if, they, if they do Force Works, that'd be sick. Ricky, you got technical difficulties here. I know it's oh uh, Ricky, your your uh, your card is pretty embarrassing. Oh, he's got Darcy. We saw Darcy in the trailer, so that that's he does he does have Darcy. Darcy's gonna happen. Uh, Victor Mancha, ooh, that's like Vision's younger brother, right? It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. That's Vision's brother. It's Ultron's spawn. spawn. Oh, you know what? You got some good ones. Uh, Oh, you could you could easily get bingo here, Ricky, because uh, we we know Darcy's going to show up. Uh, we're really fingers crossed that Quicksilver is going to make it back in the show. And all you need to do is have them reference Scarlet Witch's mom, Natalia Maximoff, and you got a bingo right there. Good, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, one thing that I want to mention, Pietro Maximoff. I would mm-hmm. be happy with uh, Evan Peters, like if they if they somehow fold him into the show. Will I, will I get that bingo card if he if he comes in? I, I will allow it as but. long as there's a Quicksilver, right? I don't I don't know that it necessarily does. He have to be playing Quicksilver in the show? Oh, yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah, he can't, he can't play um, his character on uh, Murder House or something like. Yeah, dude, what do you what do you think? What are the odds of us getting the High Evolutionary in the show? I mean, if we got that cow, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> wow. So much hate in that cow um yeah i think i think it's gonna go the way of have you ever seen um disney infinity toys um traditionally if you had a little disc um if, if it had like some a character on the disc you would not get the toy so they had like a bunch of uh darkwing duck stuff um <laughs> and i'm all like, yeah that means we're gonna get a darkwing duck toy never got a darkwing duck toy so i think they're just putting those things in there to like shut us up yeah. And be like, hey, hey, look at this, look at this. So yeah, I we're, we're never gonna give you a cow woman. So here, we'll make a poster out of it. Yeah, it's is not there a Marvel Legends of Bova? There is not a Marvel Legends Bova, and that's a that's a damn shame. I uh, need to get that done. Yeah. Grim Reaper. There is a Grim Reaper. Uh, and a Wonder and a Wonder Man. Oh, that's sweet. Uh the yeah. old Wonder Man, Wonder Man or the newer one? Uh, both. That's cool. Both and a and a purple variant where he's ionized. Uh, that's pretty sweet. What are Wonder yeah. What are Wonder, Wonder Man's powers? Mm, energy ionize, stuff. Yeah, energy stuff. Ionize. I have uh, a purifier that does that. Nice. Well, there you go. You could you could just get in the bathtub with your ionizer, <laughs> and you will gain the powers of Wonder Man. 
uh, with that, uh, what do you think? Does anybody have any questions for us like that we could answer for fun? Uh, I don't want to take too much more of people's time. Uh, this was fun talking about it. I don't know if you guys have any last comments before we before we dip out or if you have questions for each other, for any of us. <laughs> they just have questions for themselves and they talk amongst themselves. Yeah. Very polite chat. It's a very polite chat. It's okay. It's our first episode. Uh, you know, we kind of sprung it on people, so I don't mind. I think, uh, Ricky, we had a, you, had, you had a fun question for us the other day that you thought we'd, we'd use, which is, what's the first comic uh, each of us have read or yes. had in our position? Uh, do you want to go, Frank? Uh, just say, you want to go first, Ricky? Like, we'll just... Oh, I mean, the Dennis is my, my gateway into comics. I mean, as a kid, obviously, I know who and what superheroes are. Um, Batman was kind of my jazz as a kid because all the movies, even though they're terrible. They were totally comic accurate. But Dennis kind of, uh, you would give me good comics and I would read them and they were nice little like stories about Spider-Man. You got me the runaways. Um trying to think of the other ones you got me uh but just kind of see rather than seeing them as characters i was able to see comics as like actual stories and that was a really a uh, cool thing for me man i don't even remember when when that happened for me because for me they were just characters for a long time because i didn't pay attention to like the stories i just like the art and the and the character designs and stuff like that you know so i think uh I definitely started with a Spider-Man, but he was actually an El Hombre de Araña. It was a, it was a, a Spider-Man comic that was printed for uh, Spanish-speaking audiences, and I think we picked it up at like a TJ or a, a gas station in. I think it was in San Diego. I was visiting as a kid, and it was either in in San Diego or in TJ. Um, but yeah, that's. I was like, okay, I can barely read this, but. It looked cool. <laughs> it looked awesome. And then shortly after that, I got, you know, an, an English one and I fell in love with that. And and one day, like much later, I got a, like a, a, like a, a starter box that you could buy from, it was Marvel comics trying to get people to collect comics. And it was a starter box that came with like one issue for, of a bunch of different characters. And then it came with like all this Marvel uh, art on the outside and it's a box for storing your comic books and you came with stickers and stuff and yeah it had like a doctor strange comic a silver surfer comic you know spider-man x-men all the different ones and man i don't know how successful that box was for other people out there but it ruined it ruined me for life i was done like it just i was like because I, I what's your marvel legends count right now oh god um probably over 800 i think God, yeah. um yeah I, I i collect pretty much every marvel legend that there ever was um so and i like to be clear when dennis said he got an english spider-man he was talking about uh he got a uh, hobby brown uh spider punk who is an english spider-man <laughs> no, no 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 what about you frank uh, Dark Hawk, Dark Hawk, number I two. See. I'm sorry, could you say that again? Dark Hawk, 
Oh, Dark okay. Hawk. All right. That's not a Marvel comic, that, right? That sounds like a gas station magazine. That's a gas station. You got to be 18 or older to buy that one, right? <laughs> I got canceled. I think I got canceled. Oh, you did. You got canceled. Um, uh, seriously, Dark Hawk was Dark, your first? For your Dark first Hawk comic? number two was my first ever comic book, yeah. Wow. I stole it from a 7-Eleven on uh dang it it was on my walk to school walk home from school I, so i stole this comic book and i'm like hey this looks cool and it's dark hawk fighting hobgoblin and spider-man's in the background like what he's like what's going on here and uh so i i went back and i stole the first issue and then uh <laughs> my dad heard about this so he started buying me those issues he's all like look if you want them just i'll buy them stop stealing them and I'm all like, can't, no promises, Dad. And uh, yeah, I started collecting Dark Hawk, and I'm all like, man, this guy is pretty convenient. He's a convenient superhero. Um, but I'm all like, but who's this other guy? Oh, Spider Man. I've seen that TV show. Let's uh, let's see what this guy's all about. So I got more interested in Spider Man um, yeah. from reading Dark Hawk. And then like in in the different issues, there were like he teamed up with Captain America and Daredevil. Issue nine, he teams up with uh, the Punisher, who's about to get canceled. Um, yeah. So that that one, I should definitely hold on to that issue. <laughs> and, no, it's, and and I think that's honestly why that box that I got uh, ruined me for life, right? Because it started showing how they all interplay with each other, and mm-hmm. and so that's why I think I'm like that's why I kind of like I said I kind of like I didn't retire it, but I I I. I eased back on on my level of fandom as far as caring where the movies go because the amount of interplay I got in Infin- Infinity War was like everything I ever wanted, right? It got to put Spider-Man in there with everybody all at once and I got to see them all do combos and stuff like that, you know? And, and so I think now I get impatient a little bit when I don't see that interplay, you know what I mean? So like, I know, I know. They open Pandora's box. Like it's going to be hard. Like that was my beef for Iron Man three. It's like, all right, you kidnap the president. Where the fuck is Captain America? Like, you know, it's hard for them not to play with each other now. And that's cool. But yeah, so I think this show is going to show you a good reason why other characters are not playing with them. But I still expect it. You know what I mean? I still expect I expect characters to to drop in and and, and contract you know. disputes is why they don't play with each other. <laughs> yeah, well, I think they do play with each other because I think everybody wants to be part of the Marvel universe now. So um so I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop on this show where I can see like okay, now I see what we're playing with, you know, like I need to know what all the toys are before I can I can really get invested in the in the uh, excitement. So, yeah. But uh, I think I think we're we should probably wrap it up because we're a little over and uh, and hey we we got a, a you know a couple of viewers. But the good thing is is that if you weren't able to tune into us live this week, uh, thanks for checking us out. You know, uh, uh, after the fact. And be sure to try and tune in uh, next Friday at 8 p.m. We'll be doing this every week, even when there's not a WandaVision, because there's always something fun Marvel to talk about, you know, so we don't have to, like, just do uh, TV shows or movies or whatever. 
you know, I, I don't know if you guys are aware, but there's also these things called comic books that you can read. <laughs> um, no, I'm just being facetious, but yes. Um, print media is dead. Not everyone no. could read it. You don't have to print it. You can still read it in, on digitally. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll always have something to talk about because uh, Marvel is just constantly putting stuff out there, uh, and we love it. So if uh, if you guys have questions for us next week, and uh, thank you for all the lovely comments that we got on the side over here, um, we will be we'll be back. And if you want to find you know more of the stuff going on that we're doing, like. Uh, Denix Media has a lot of different stuff. A lot of a lot of it has Marvel content. Uh, there's action figure photography. Uh, there's uh, there's Star Wars podcasts, and there's also Legends in Thirty, which is not necessarily specific to uh, Marvel stuff, but um, or figure photo fight. But yeah, uh, Frank, check it out. Yeah, Frank, Ricky, you got anything else? If you don't catch us live, uh, you'll catch us dead because we won't be able to pay our bills and eat because you guys aren't watching us. So just, just think about that for a little bit. That's true. Uh, Ricky? Uh, <laughs> disregard that. <laughs> but no, um, Ricky the Nerd on Instagram. I'm always posting stuff I'm doing. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for the weeks of Marvel content that we have coming. And excited to uh, have another creative outlet or output for uh, all the things that we talk about. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks to everybody for tuning in to Dan Excelsior. Uh, we appreciate all you true believers out there. And I think that's enough said. Bye. 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 Bye.